Hello, hello, hello everyone. This is your host Adit Modi welcoming all of you on your favorite tennis podcast channel Tennis Talks with Modi episode 7. What's up everyone? I hope all of you are doing good. Enjoy watching tennis, playing tennis whenever you are getting chance. Try to come on the courts and play tennis. I had a really good podcast last week about tennis grips. Uh, I hope whenever you are getting chance listen to that and learn from that summer is going on and this is the great time to learn and come in the court and tournaments are going on the hard court swing going to start soon it's already started in united states with smaller tournaments and it will come at the us open level pretty soon month of august is here so in today's podcast we are going to discuss about the mubarla dc open atp and wta uh, which games are going on which games you should see or the highlights uh who's playing on the ATP and WTA side uh the second one is i am starting a new segment from this podcast uh, this is a fun section and in this section or this segment i am going to talk about the player of the week uh while it's a ATP or WTA uh i will choose one of my favorite player uh, who doing good or did good uh, throughout this week and will choose as uh, the player of the week so stay tuned and at the end of the podcast i have a very funny idioms for all tennis lovers if you are working at the industries or mall or like just uh, hanging out with friends try to use this uh, funny idioms and that would be like looking really really cool so uh, on that note let's start today's podcast uh, the first thing mobarla dc open have been started uh, it's taking place as dcs name suggested uh, in last podcast i gave some of the details that uh, this is the first ever atp and wta combined uh, event with uh, 500 so it's an atp 500 as well as wta 500 uh, before that it used to take place at uh, bay area san jose uh bombardla san jose open uh, that was only the wta 500 and uh, unfortunately news uh, for the bay area uh, tennis players and all the tennis lovers that that tournament actually moved at dc and now it's like the biggest event for the atp and wta 500 so it's really good event if you are living in east coast you can try to visit this the tickets are really cheap and uh, uh, compared to us open i mean if you want to see your favorite players uh, doing practicing or like need autographs or like selfies this is the place i think you should go for it uh, us open it's it's a us open it's a grand slam come on so uh, you will see all your players but the tickets will be like really expensive uh, enough security so you won't get chance like shake hands or taking selfies or like direct interactions uh because there will be a layer of security come in between and uh then you have to cross that and you can take pictures but if you are living in east coast this is a great tournament to go with so what's happening who are the players are playing uh for the men's side uh medvedev is not playing uh the players who are playing for this time is uh, taylor fritz uh felix ojeali uh francis tiafo gregor dimitrov uh Andy Murray, Monflees, uh Hubert Hurkacz and uh Sebastian Korda. Yeah, he is also really good player. Uh, Bublik, 
uh, Daniel Evans. So couple of like very good players you can and the famous player uh, you can just go and watch. And who's playing at the WTA side? Uh, very good players like Jessica Pegula, Coco Goff, Garcia, Daria Kastarika, uh, Victoria Zarenka, Elena Svitolina, uh, Sloane Stephens, uh, Maria Sakri, Belinda Benchik. So lots of good players uh, from the WTA side. So I mean, if you get a time, if you get a chance, uh, living nearby DC or New York or Pennsylvania, Virginia, this tournament, I think you should go and you will enjoy. So it's running from July 29. It started uh, this week and it will run through August 6. So yeah, go and watch. So what's happening there? What's I mean, the results and everything. So Elena Svitolina, uh, she won over Victoria Azarenka uh, on Tuesday and that was a really good game after like uh, Wimbledon this was a really good game and if you get a chance uh, just go and watch the highlights uh, Elena Svitolina versus Victoria Zarenka the Belarusian gave Ukrainian a thumbs up and a handshake after 7-6-6-4 uh, first round defeat in DC uh, there were some controversy happened about the handshakes that uh, Elena Svitolina clarified that uh, she won't do handshake with the Belarusian Russian players, but uh, that was, I mean, good gesture and that was a good game. And 17 breaks in this game, can you believe that was so high? I mean, 17 breaks, that was like really good game. So if you get a chance, just go there and watch on YouTube. Uh, the highlights are there. And like their previous encounter, the match didn't end with a handshake and decision communicated to the audience beforehand in order to prevent potential confusion or like booing and those stuff uh, even belarusian gave the ukrainian a thumbs up that okay she's not going to do a handshake and after walking to her chair in defeat so uh, if you are planning to watch uh, any of the uh, ukrainian player uh, game like elena svitolina yeah she clarified so please don't boo her after the match that she's not handshaking with the player uh, she has the personal reasons we don't want to go like too far and uh, question uh, her decision so absolutely respect her decision if you are going to watch there uh, be nice be humble and cheer for the good game no for booing like all my listeners i'm strictly like telling this message that please don't boo any of the players because i mean the hard work they are putting it's all about the appreciation, the claps. Please don't boo any of the players. Even if like you don't like something, don't like what they are doing, any activities from there, please don't boo it. Because the reach, I mean the game they are playing, the efforts they are putting to reach at their level, it's stupendous. I mean like it's at the next level. So I mean don't boo any player even if it's a ukrainian or you're like i mean the player is doing some any kind of stupid stuff like i mean breaking the racket but still do don't do to this is my normal appeal to all my listeners that don't do it uh, apart from that uh, very good games going on the men's single side uh, unfortunately felix uh, ojerami he was seeded number three for this tournament and uh, lost today uh humbert uh, he is like playing really well and uh, uh, he won today apart from that Andy Murray Andy Murray also won uh, in the straight uh, straight set 
beating Nakasima from United States 7-6 to 6-4. Uh, Daniel Evans, uh, he also won uh, quite a good game and uh, he won in a three sets. So, I mean, he won two sets uh, in that game. In the women's singles, uh, Elena Svitolina again uh, beated Victoria Zarenka. Also, she beated uh, their uh, yeah, Kastakina. So, yeah, she beat it, Kastakina, uh, in this game. Uh, Belinda Benchik coming with, like, very high hopes. She is not performing well uh, in past couple of tournaments, coming with really high hopes. Uh, she won the round of 16, uh, moving back, uh, moving forward uh, for the next round. Uh, from this podcast, I am starting a new section about the player of the week, WT or ATP and who's the player of the week for me in this episode 7 any guesses it's Jennifer Brady this now this name sounds a bit familiar to you I guess or like I'm not sure but let me give you some background that what Jennifer Brady like she did in the past so she was the runner-up at the 2021 Australian Open and she was semi-finalist at 2020 US Open. When she actually came uh, back in 2020, I think she was the most, I think the fastest player uh, on the WTA side and everyone said that she might be like next Serena Williams because she is so fast in the serves, in the shots. She was running everywhere. She is, by the way, uh, as the name suggested, uh, the players from United States, uh, from Pennsylvania. And she had very high hopes that she can reach, like, and do, like, I mean, really good in upcoming tournaments. But somehow the injuries happened and she had to take, I mean, two or three years off. So, worst part for the Jennifer Brady, uh, during her two years away from the WTA tour was not the injury themselves, the fracture in her right knees or the tissue tear in her left foot that caused the prolonged absence. She finally ended on this Tuesday by overwhelming 28th-ranked Kalilina on 6-2-6-1 in the DC Open's first round. So, what like I mean she was so happy and what she say like I would wake up in the middle of night in a panic because I was thinking I don't know when I'm going to play again or I don't know if I'm going to play again the 28 year old from Pennsylvania said in the interview the Associated Press and the unknown was so scary she has very long way to go and like all the good wishes uh, I'm giving her I'm really excited to see Jennifer Brady uh, after a long time to be honest uh, I had very high expectations from her after especially her run at the Australian Open and US Open uh, I thought like she can go really long way in the run just like Coco Goff uh, who started on the early age and uh, she has also running so well right now so Jennifer Brady if you are listening my podcast a big shout out to you power to you that hopefully you will do really good at the hardcore surface at the United States Open and welcome back. On this note, I have one more section which is about the funny idioms. If you are, this is a funny section and like a couple of my listeners asked me that how we can 
uh, include tennis talks uh, in our regular life and i said like yeah you can include the tennis talks in your regular life so some of the examples i have it if like your coworker your friend your mom your wife or husband your kid like did really good job say you aced it straight away say you aced it that's the thing so involve like some of the tennis idioms in your regular life how about a high stakes moment you can say a break point when someone did the excellent execution you can say hey it's the straight down on the line when like you are doing an easy mistake and you are like i mean really frustrated thinking that you should not have made that mistake you can say oh my god that was like the unforced error how about if someone who we don't know much about and who could do anything i mean that's a easy guess easy guess he or she is a wild card entry and we need to do something to differentiate between two very similar things or people i mean if you have arguments between your family don't know what to do you can use the word hey we need a tie breaker so i mean these are the funny words you can definitely use it and uh, on that note uh, i am finishing podcast uh, for this episode 7 couple of uh, very good tournaments are coming after this uh, as i mentioned couple of time that hardcore swing is already started the next one after mumbadla dc open is going to take place at the toronto starting the august 4th that's the canadian national bank open uh, the wta will be played at the montreal uh, between august 3rd to august 12 and toronto open will be played from august 4th to august 12th uh, so that's the toronto open um, i think i told last week about the wonderful tournament which is going to start uh, in the bay area that's a golden gate open uh, i have a list of uh, entry who are going to take place uh, for the golden gate open and i will share probably in my next podcast uh, who are coming but on that note I am signing off. This is your host Adit Modi. Keep playing tennis, keep listening tennis, keep learning about tennis and I hope whenever you get chance uh, you should listen to my podcast. Goodbye.